Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of quarantine. I'm Erin, that's Ange. Hello. That's Char. What's up? Uh, you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. And when you're there, why don't you sign up for our monthly e-newsletter? I mean, you got nothing else to do, so just sign up. Uh, you can also find us every Monday morning at bff.fm from 6 to 6.30. Boy, boing. Guess what? We have no guests. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of strange. I, I, I realized earlier this afternoon, I was like, oh, it's, me- it's Monday. Do I have my notes for Bitch Talk? And I was like, oh, wait, we're just shooting the shit. Yeah, and I felt it's a sigh of relief, actually. It's kind of nice. Yeah, we can relax for a minute. Although, it's, been a, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a minute. I mean, although all of our guests have been rad. Like, I just, every one of them, and all very different. So It's, it's been really great. Yeah, and I, Shara, I even had, uh, uh, texted Aaron, I don't know if it was last week or something, just like, I really have been appreciating our quarantine conversations. I feel like people are just really, really raw and thoughtful right now. And it's definitely been helping me get through this. Yeah, that's for sure. And I feel like they actually want to talk to us. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. half the battle. <laughs> yeah, it's not just like mom made me be here. Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true. I'm on it. I have to be on this uh, public publicity tour. So well, I, gotta- I think that's why a lot of them are a lot longer, too, because they're just like, whatever, we'll just hang out. And then mm-hmm. when, when it fizzles out, it fizzles out. And we end up, you know, just hanging out as opposed to us, like me having to give you guys rap signs and give you guys how long we've been and mm-hmm. whatever, right. or a publicist walking in out of the door, staring at me, giving me death. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I hate the rap sign. I barely see it half the yeah, time. Never, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. Never, that, what does it look so, like? Yeah, it's this. For future uh, reference. Or it's me tapping you on the fucking elbow. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, it's just us, and uh, I, uh, I have to tell you, Jeff and I uh, zoomed into our first comedy show last night, which oh, cool. was very interesting, and not to throw shade at a friend of ours, Frankie Quinones, but kind of one of the only reasons why we signed up, you didn't have to pay or anything, it's free, but I was like, oh, I want to see Frankie do some stand-up, he never showed, um, what? But, but I don't know, look, I'm not throwing shade at him, he just, he, he was a build on there, and then he didn't show up. But um, it was, it was, you know, it was funny. We, ha- it's just different. It's a different, just different. different Were the to- guests? Was it like our uh, New York Women in Film event where the guests were were not visible? It was only the comedians. Yes. Yes. I think we. Need to, I'm trying to remember what kind of view. <laughs> We didn't, we weren't able to see the people, but I think that we had like the thumbnail video because I don't want to see them. That's, That's what I'm I, saying. I'm hoping yeah. that it was mainly the comedians so you can kind of focus, but it would be good to have audio so you can hear laughter maybe. Yes, I don't know. but still the same problem of when you're in a show, there are still people talking so you could hear them. And so mm. it was just, you had to get, you had to adjust. It's fine. <laughs> totally fine. But it's fun. It was you know, it's nice to see some stand up. So wait, were so wait, were mics so guest mics were on? Guest mics the the do you mean guests or the audience? Uh or audience mics, that's what I meant. They were and I thought maybe they would mute them, but maybe they didn't because they want to hear the laughter. Cause well, they, that's what I'm wondering. I what what's better? Do you want that exactly or do well, you want the reaction? <laughs> like 
especially because people are home. So they're going to be talking more than they would at a club to begin with. Right. Yeah. And, and there's just so much other crap that goes on besides just actually paying attention and people talking. It's just like bad reception and mm -hmm. you know, dogs. Someone's stupid hair getting in the way of the mic or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck is happening. Every time you move. Um, no, you haven't heard it though, right? Indeed. A little bit. Um, it's always when you're upstairs. I don't know what that's about. Well, so, did you notice uh, HP the other day? He he noticed that his was doing that. Yeah, so he up, held it out. Straight up went like yeah. this for an hour. Yeah. He's so good. Professional. Hours. Jesus. Andrew's just like, where's my David? My digs delight. Well, she was taking us down to the kitchen. <laughs> I brought you with me. <laughs> Well, once I saw that this was going to be like, okay, we're in it for the long haul. I needed a refill. Sorry, guys. We're referencing our last episode. Well, episode what number? 454? Four. With H.P. Mendoza. He's a San Francisco native director. Just rad dude all around. Making moves. Just going to say that. Um, in the entertainment industry. But yeah, uh, we ended up being on with him for like almost two hour, hour and a half. 90 minutes. But we were not with we were on with him for 90 minutes and I had to find where the, the where we actually stopped. And I thought it was like, I thought we went like about 45 to an hour in. Our after session was longer. Yes, 100%. <laughs> well, plus because we had to stop for Angie's freak out. So that was a good five. Oh minutes. my gosh. <laughs> Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't watched that. I'm doing uh, Rafael Casal right now. So okay. I haven't, I haven't done HP yet. You did yeah. a good job, Char. That's all I have to say. No, it was a, a real good job cutting that out. I see normally because I, you know, I listen to the shows from beginning to end, yeah, and to make sure that everything's clean. And I could usually, right when I load it up, I look, and I could see like the little gaps. So that means that we're like a little, we're, there was like a stop down or something happened. And I was just like, oh, that's a big gap. I was like, what happened there? <laughs> All right, and I was like, so I'm listening, and I'm listening, and then I was like, all of a sudden, I just heard the, oh shit, like HP literally was like, we were gonna be here for two days. What were we gonna? And then you just hear, oh shit, oh. <laughs> and everyone just stops, and then it's like, sorry guys, but it was like I felt like it was more urgent than that, and then I'm the sure video, it was faster. But the like, video oh, with it was just like. Her scrambling on the side. Yeah, like, and in the in the event you keep this in the episode, I was getting a call and I had headphones on, and you know, on your laptop, it's connected to your phone if you have an iPhone and a, a MacBook or whatever. So it was ringing so loudly in my ears, I thought everybody heard it. So I freaked out and I had to cancel or ignore the call. But the thing is, nobody else heard it, <laughs> and that's why it was weird. I thought everyone was hearing what I was hearing. But they weren't. Good to know. And I keep hilarious. my phone on airplane, airplane mode, mode for the record. So Apple, I have a bone to pick. If it's on airplane mode, your phone should not be ringing. Yes. I think you can be on uh, airplane mode. Is your Wi-Fi still on when you're on airplane mode? Y yeah. Then I think that's the reason why you have to turn off the Wi-Fi. Really? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, I'll turn off the Wi-Fi. I don't know. 
Anyways. <laughs> and, well, and, and now you have to include that in the uh, kind of video because I'm we gonna put it that, in the video. none of it yeah. made it to the to the actual uh, episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was a clean cut, man. That was real good. I was like, oh man, I wouldn't have known that there was a freakout in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so, Ange and I, I'm not going to, how can we do this? Ange and I watched, Ange and I watched a movie over the weekend. <laughs> and for work. For work. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It's not see. my favorite. Oh, not no. my favorite. Not my favorite of 2020. Gotcha. I was like, what are not, you, are you, you just told me about it like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, we're not going to name names because hopefully maybe we'll get an interview out of it. Um, but man, I think, I think Sundance has spoiled me. And it's not that all of Sundance's films are really good, but at least there's something there. And man, this movie, I was like, uh, <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say. So it's as cheesy as it looks, I guess. Yes. And I cannot stand, so I cannot stand the lead actress. I just cannot. Oh, of course you can't. Well, did you ever see, and I'm, this is why I'm saying this. Did you ever see her, we might have to, did you ever see her on the red carpet with her mom? Like, yes. years ago? Did you yes. see that? Where they at, like, where, where she's like a total She's mom. a total what, diva. Diva? Oh. It was, it's worse. It's like. She gives you, off those vibes. You know, like. Like for me, like when I see people that act like that around their mom, I'll be yep. like, I can't act like that around my mom. My mom would slap me in front of all these people. <laughs> yeah, and it was on camera on a red carpet before either the Golden Globes or the Academy Awards, and I was like, wow, she's a total asshole. Well, and <laughs> so ever since I mean, then, I just can't watch anything with her in it. Well, obviously, and but certain choices in films, I'm just like. Oh. Oh God, that was a poor choice. Yeah, but I had hopes. Hi- I had very hopes. high hopes. Yeah, well, I was like, Hi. I knew that it was going to be like lowbrow cheesy, but I was just like, well, it looked light and kind of cute. So I, I don't, like- and I don't mind cheesy to be honest. Like mm. if it's entertaining and it's and certain there's an an aspect of the film that was entertaining, um, mm. but. Yeah, it's just, it's hard because when we watch these films and we're going to get an interview, you you don't want to, we're not here to be Siskel and Ebert, you know, I want to, I want to lift people up and find something good. If nobody knows who that is listening to this podcast, please Google it. Open up the time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Is that an ancient reference? Possibly. Well, half of them is dead at this point, yeah. so oh, I guess we has. Both are dead. dead. <laughs> when did whoa whoa? When did the big guy die? Ebert. Siskel died first. Yeah, and then Ebert died. He, like had, that weird, he had that weird cancer, like my dad sort of had, where they had to cut off like half of his neck, and then he just looked like a muppet. I didn't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. Sorry. Yeah, and they're both dead. All right. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh. <laughs> 
are we gonna have to have we're gonna have to have a segment at the end of our episodes that explains to all the people that aren't old what our references are it's gonna be like uh it's gonna be like armchair expert where they have to yeah. correct all the uh, yeah well, the yeah exactly exactly but it's gonna be like so for anyone to... younger than 30 here's right. what we're talking about oh my god Ebert were uh, yeah there, yeah, he's dead. Sis, I don't. So Siskel, and that's it. Sorry to hear that. Siskel died in really him. Well, they were the end all be all uh, film critics, you know, wait, before wait. everybody was a film critic. Ebert died. Let me guess. Ebert died. What year are we in? 2020. He died in 2011. He died in. Let me see. 2013. 2013 is my final answer. 2013. Whoa! Oh, wow. That's that's really weird. Why do you know that? I don't know. Where I am I? Know anything. How, where where was I in 2013 and why didn't I know that? Oh, I was in Israel. I was probably, what month? What month did he die? <laughs> yeah, no. We were in Nepal. I was no, we like, weren't. we were not in Nepal. We were in Nepal, Nepal in 2013. April of 2013? No. No, not in April. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, my birthday was in April. I wasn't sure. paying attention to it. Obviously. Anyways, Siskel and Ebert, go back to your Sure, take that part out. <laughs> no, I love every Char, so, so far, far everything you gotta take out, Shar. No. This is usable. Yes, it's all usable. <laughs> every every second has been podcast none of, gold. None yeah, this was usable. Hey, this is bitch talk. Anyways, Siskel and Ebert. Yes, they're both dead. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, if you guys are gonna post a video of me sneezing, we're keeping everything in prior to I am not. I said that was private. Can I? Can I? Oh, you don't even see. You don't even remember half of our conversation no, last Friday. You said we could, but I still feel bad. I don't know if I feel okay about well, that. The thing is, I didn't make it because I want everybody to see it. I was just like, we need to have this to to come oh. back to in case we ever need a laugh. I, and I said that me of uh, us posting me sneezing during an in and out would not make sense unless we actually talked about it on the show. So we could address it on the show if we wanted to. <laughs> And then, like, I don't even care. It's a, it's me sneezing and you guys wigging out after I sneeze. Wait, wait, is it really good? No, I, is it funny to other people? Uh, yeah, yes. I don't know, or is it just funny to us? On Friday, Jeff saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jeff is also biased. Jeff is super is. biased, but. He is. Uh. <laughs> Aaron's crying again. <laughs> As we did in the moment. So uh, we were recording ins and outs, and Char had this elongated sneeze. But and, she silenced herself. But she silenced <laughs> no, herself. I and it was actually a moment when Aaron and I were trying to ask her a question, and she wasn't answering. <laughs> she was sneezing. <laughs> Just really good. <laughs> Just really good. <laughs> I think we're just super easily amused uh, during this time of so crises. I didn't realize, like, I just sneezed and halfway, but like, I'm already like sneezing and you guys are like bursting out laughing. Like, I was like trying to pay attention to, like, the, I've watched it several times. I've watched, I've watched different reactions. Like, I've watched you, I've like covered me sneezing and just watched you guys reacting and it's just like i was not even done sneezing and you guys are just like laughing that i start laughing and i don't even know why i'm laughing and what you guys are laughing at it was just so bizarre and then you turned it into a bit oh. Oh. <clears throat> I, 
place to make her. I mean, whatever, <laughs> whatever makes us happy right now, I think we should yeah, cling to with it. everything we've got. We should just cling oh. to it. I can't. So speaking of sneezes and being funny, well, can you finish your Siskel and Ebert comment? <laughs> Off the rails. Oh, I did. Going sideways. We're no, no school anymore. No, my okay. I <laughs> yes, of course we're gonna give our input on a film, but we're not Siskel and Ebert. I would rather, you know, I'm gonna find what I loved about it and I'm gonna focus on that. Because there's always something that you like about a piece of art, whatever it is. Hopefully. Don't, don't you think that movie would have been a lot better if it was low budget or indie? Just because of the music angle? I don't That's know. A, that's a fair Same. point. I mean, I, I think if the movie was just a soundtrack, then it would have been great. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> they could have saved a lot of money. Uh, a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. It could have been an indie, like, cult film that came out during Sundance this last January, like, with no-name talent and uh, just been a bomb-ass soundtrack. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny that you mentioned that is I watched, uh, thanks to Aaron, Aaron gave Shar and I a heads up that Seed and Spark, which is uh, this, yeah. this great organization. If you haven't checked them out, especially as a filmmaker, please do. And uh, podcaster they, now. And yeah, uh, they're having these series of events called uh, Creative Sustainability Sessions uh, during the quarantine. And they had a special with Mark Duplass about, about oh, crack, crack Your Project. Um <laughs> And he essentially had picked, they picked three filmmakers uh, to, for him to talk about their project and how to get it done during this, during this time of quarantine. Mm -hmm. And it was incredible. He's amazing. First of all, he was calling everyone dude, which was so him. funny to me. He's like, so dude, that's a great project. I mean, guy, girl, whatever. Right. He's just so, he's so endearing. He's so personable. Um, and, and one thing that he said that, which is what reminded me of this is he, he said like, right now is the time for scrappers to win because he's like, this is revenge of the nerds four. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, you know, everyone now has a scarcity and we've had a scarcity all along. So now we're all on an even playing field. So, um, you know, we've been prepared for a moment like this. Um, and this is when we can thrive. And, and another thing he said that was really cool was he was like, um, in, in order to create your art, you really have to embrace your inner B minus. And, and I, I remember uh, Jerry Seinfeld says something along this lines of like when he's writing jokes, he's like 98% of what I write is shit. You know, but that other 2%, there's something good there. But once you start sharing it with people and relying on your community to help, help build it up, then, then that's when it becomes great or, or good. So, um, I mean, I, there were other really great moments but uh you you really should uh if you're an artist or a creative in any way follow seed and spark because what they do is really incredible and they have such good resources uh especially right now um and and then at the end he surprised all of them by by saying all three of the artists by saying he was going to give them a thousand dollars just Aww. to do whatever they want with and he's like it's a loan but you don't have to pay it back but you know if something happens to your project and it takes off give me back the thousand dollars and I'll give it to another artist. And he's like, but just know that just spend, spend it on whatever you will. And Emily Best, who is the oh, yeah. creator of Seed and Spark, she yep. started crying. She had no idea he was going to do it. 
it was so it was a really cool moment so um Aww. you can you can watch this on uh seed and sparks youtube oh, channel okay i believe it's also on their their facebook page but definitely on their youtube channel if you just want some advice uh, on how to get your project started and creative ways to make it happen so thank Aww. you for the heads up erin it was awesome oh yeah yeah i was yeah. really bummed that i couldn't make it because you know i love mark duplass Mm -hmm. The last two, the last two Sundances, I've been hoping that we get him on the mic, but we haven't yet. You know who reminds me of him are the brothers of uh, Bloody Nose, Empty Pockets. They've got that same energy. Just saying. Do you think you guys? I know. Should we just ask them to be on the show again? That was my first thought. <laughs> the Ross brothers, and they directed this documentary called Bloody Nose, Empty Pockets, which we covered at Sundance, and it basically was our best, our favorite film. It was, yeah, 100%. I can't wait to see it again. Me neither. And uh, and Mark Duplass, they have serious Duplass Brothers energy, just saying. Don't you think? Yes. Just real quirky and eccentric. Yes. Style and flavor. Get down. Yeah. I want every single piece of merch from Bloody Nose and Deep Pockets. Like, I want mm -hmm. every single thing with that, that title on it, because mm -hmm. I love that font. Mm -hmm. so ah. Bill and Turner Ross. Bill what and Turner it? Ross. Bill and Turner Ross, the brothers. Oh. What's yeah. your guy? Turner? Blue eyes. Don't make your oh, it's brown eyes. Brown there's, eyes blue. <laughs> there's just a respect there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why every time we saw him somewhere in Sundance, Andrew goes. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what I do, and I respect, respect. you. That's what I, how I look at them. Sorry, I've never looked at either of you that way. Whatever. My bad. My okay. bad. Easy, easy going. But yeah, that was my first thought when I when you forwarded that uh, to that uh, your text us earlier was like we should you know obviously we're gonna post our Sundance interview and then um, we should ask them to just zoom with us well, for happy hour. Zoom and who? Oh, that'd be hard because they're in New Orleans. <laughs> which is anyways um yeah i'm i'm interested to know because i'm not going to talk anymore about the film because i don't want to yeah but um but they went to a couple other film festivals after sundance and i'm interested to know like what the what the other crowds felt about that film because mm -hmm. yeah remember Ange, the day that we interviewed them or was it the day before we got this it link. happened the day before our interview we got a link about the movie it kind of busted our bubble <clears throat> busted yeah our bubble for yeah me. oh that's yeah. right at dinner that day. <laughs> we were, we're like at that hotel what? yes yeah and so uh yeah i love them and i love that movie so much i love that movie so i can't wait to see it. <laughs> like that's yeah I don't know what else to say about it because I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anything. Maybe we should tell people, uh, if you're interested in seeing it, they're having this series of, of rolling out the film. So you're going to be able to watch it at the end of May. You're going to be able to watch it again in July for national dive, dive bar, bar day. Or, day. Yeah. or uh, maybe that's in June. And then it's going to roll out officially in July, but check out their website. If you want to see it, it's our favorite film of Sundance 2020. Yeah. Um, and if you're a lover of dive bars or just really mm -hmm. a case study and what is that human what is that, psyche? What does that chick say? Leaving the bar after she shows her. <laughs> what did she say? Something about 
fucking herself or I'm gonna I'm gonna f- <laughs> Oh is my favorite line. I know I thought you were gonna get a tattoo of it. Oh, I'm gonna fuck myself all night long. Oh my god, that's it? That's all it was? I thought it was something else. I thought it was better. It was, I'm going to fuck myself all night long. All right, well, there you go. I was not going to get that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, this is not, so I'm, I'm going back to the um, Mark Duplass thing, but you saw, when did you see him? Was that Friday? Yeah, that was a Friday webinar. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> and then over the, this last weekend, um, that director Lynn Shelton passed away mm-hmm. and she worked a lot with him. And, um, mm-hmm. I, um, I was trying to figure out if we had interviewed her in the past and we haven't, but the company that I used to work for, um, one of our publicists that we used to work with, Marilyn, um, worked with her on one of her films. And so I was like, I remember that she came through. I just, we didn't, we didn't interview her, but, um, I'm sad that we didn't interview her because she seemed really rad and she's, right. she's, she's worked on everything, a bunch of stuff. And I love one of the movies that, um, that she directed. And I think she, she might've written, um, your sister's sister. If you can find that Mark Duplass is actually in it. And, um, it's, it's a, it's a good film, but, um, yeah, I'm really sad that we never interviewed. She um, did, um, she the did Mark, project too, right? Yeah. And she did the Mark Marin stand up that you and I just watched in times fun. Cause they were together. They were. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Really sad. <sighs> and just from how people speak of her, she seems to be one of those people that was not only really talented, but just wonderful to have on set. Mm-hmm. It's a really good presence. Yeah. I just, it's one of those people where I'm like, we were probably in her presence at some point. She's, she, you know, comes off of the Sundance Trek too. So mm-hmm. anyways, super bummer. Every week it's like f- at least four or five people, famous pe- famous people die. <laughs> feels like. mm-hmm. So anyways, not to end on a bummer note. Does anyone have some good news to share? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, one good thing, at least, that's, that's coming up this is I have a weekly family happy hour. Oh, right. That's right. And, and aside from that, my dad has been calling us like every few days. He calls every daughter. And I live with my sister, so he makes two separate calls. And whether he calls <laughs> my sister first or me, we have the same conversation with him. And I can hear like, oh, he's telling her. He tells us the new joke that he's learned for the day. Right. So that's been really cool is that I've just been able to keep in touch with my family way more than I ever have in my entire life since I left LA. Right. Um, but also my dad says, my mom and dad for, for um, exercise, they walk around their house holding hands. So I was, I just like, that's one really great thing that like, I never get, get this much time with my parents. Right. We don't even live together, you know? So it's just like, that's been, that's been really great. And it was really cute when he said that. And I'm like, their house is not small, is small. Right. How many times do you do it? And (laughs) three times. And I was like, that's like five minutes. But anyway, it's cute. And they hold hands and. How's their, um. How's their community doing? Are they kind of on, sh- on lockdown a little bit or? Yeah. 
super locked down, but it's great because they, they live in a retirement community and they deliver two meals a day, five days a week to everyone. Oh, wow. It's incredible. Yeah. And they only pay, they pay like $30 a week oh. for two meals or no, 60, $30 per person for five meals, five, two meals, five times a week. Sorry. That was, wow. which That's is crazy. Be- that's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. So they're really taking care of them. And, oh, good. And yeah, they, they've been fine in terms of cases and things like that. So, so yeah, that's just one upside. I like it. That's a good one. Hold hands with anybody that you still can in these times. <laughs> yeah, we, we did a little, um, we didn't hold hands at all, obviously, no <laughs> hugs, but we, uh, we went and saw our friend C-Note over the weekend and, and hung out and uh, grilled mm-hmm. and uh, it was good, but it was weird. Nice. It's weird, you know? So I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, she was totally down, you know, for us to come over and hang out. We brought the dogs, but I mean, so you just hung out in the, in the patio the whole time and in her place. And mm. yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, and that's what I've been doing for the past two weeks. I started babysitting my goddaughter, who's uh, she's turning two next month in June. And my friend works full time from home and has no babysitter for her. So um, I offered to come once a week to right. help for like five hours. Right. And it's been wonderful, but also weird because I play with the little girl, but I social distance with my friend mm-hmm. and I've known her since high school. And she was like, maybe next week we can hug. It was really sweet. She said, that. <laughs> I was like, maybe we'll see, you know, she, she works, she yeah. works in the garage while I'm in the house with, with the baby. Oh, Shar, are you able to see your nephews yet or give them a hug? Not yet. No, I haven't hugged my nephew since the second week of March. I was telling somebody the other day. And like today, it's uh, uh, I had to go drop off his school packet because uh, I, pr- I I'm the printer that prints it up every week, and so uh, I had my mom in the car, and I was thinking that my mom would go out, want to go out to go see them, but she's like, I have to go to the bathroom, and if I go uh, out, they won't let me in, so I'm just gonna right. stay in the car. Yep. And so it was just like me talking, although my uh, uh, Schmotes, the older one, they, uh, my sister-in-law got him messenger kids. So he's like calling me like three times a day now. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> he's sending me emojis and pictures that he's drawn and videos of himself. And then he like will FaceTime me like just on the end. <laughs> oh, so that's kind of fun. So that's been like the last couple of days. Okay. So well, I mean, your mom and then your sister-in-law both work in the healthcare industry. Yeah. So. And that's, I mean, like, that's kind of it. It's just like, yeah, it's, yeah, the shelter in place stuff. I'm like, we're never going to get this. Like what, uh, you know, Raphael was saying, you know, uh, that the timing is never going to be quite right for everybody to get together. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what's happening to my family. It's just like, I'm with somebody that's, I've got two two people that are actually still working in my house because mm-hmm. you know, like are are being exposed oh, right, on a regular right. day, uh, um, on the daily, and then over there they've got one person, and it's just like if there's n- never going to be enough time for all of us to just go, 
boom, unless we all just test and we all have antibodies or we're all negative. <laughs> I did want to ask you guys about that because my friend and her husband have gotten tested and so has the baby. Um, so I'm the only one in this equation that hasn't, which, mm -hmm. you know, I'm super safe and I, I don't even hang out with, with anyone, but I have gone, you know, grocery shopping a couple of times since this happened. But what are your thoughts on like getting tested, even though you don't have any symptoms? Do you think we should, if it's a bit, the thing is, is it's not, available? it's I not readily so. available to everyone. Is it? It depends on where you are. Like mm -hmm. in San Francisco, uh, it isn't. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well, they're about. I think this week you can get tested for free in the tenderloin, but I don't know if that's just for people that live in the tenderloin. But same as the mission, you can get tested there. Cause yeah, I saw something here in in Solano County where they're like, uh, pretty much anybody that wants to get tested, they're making that available. I don't know if it's already happened or if it's going to happen at some point. And th and that's great. Yeah. And and I I should just look it up because. If it is available for everyone, then great. I want to do it. But I was always like, if it's not even available to people that are sick, I'm not going to take a test that, you know, I don't need because I feel fine. Right. But it should be readily available at this point for everyone. Should be. Yes. Well, and I thought it was bullshit. They got tested, but in order to get tested for antibodies, you had, you have to pay. At least they did. They live in Richmond. He had to pay. Yeah. So you had to pay $125, which uh -oh. like is is kind of bullshit because everybody should be tested for both because if you have antibodies that will, will help us that will accelerate the process right mm -hmm. but so did they test negative but they still want to be tested for antibodies or they they are interested in being tested for antibodies yeah hmm. just just to see because they would want to i was i they get sick everybody with kids has gotten sick in the past couple months you know <laughs> so it's like yeah until it uh, was it I didn't, I didn't really think about the antibody test until that news came out at Sundance. And then I went, mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I've been way more exposed than I ever thought that I was before all mm -hmm. of this happened that I'm like, dude, I could just be walking around with, have already, you know. Asymptomatic. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Killed yeah. it. Yep. Well, on that happy note, mm -hmm. uh, you can <laughs> go get tested if you can, people go get oh. tested. Real quick, I wanted to give a real quick uh, shout out to uh, one of my, well, we've had him on the show before, Brian Copeland. He's got a new oh, podcast yeah, yeah. that I wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah. Um, just, uh, he, uh, we just launched it this morning. Um, it's called Beating the Demon, a guide to fighting depression. And uh, Brian has been fighting depression since he was a little kid. And he even wrote a play about it. That was when he was on the show last time. Uh, mm -hmm. He was talking about... Uh, it was called I, I can't remember. the waiting period the waiting period that's right mm -hmm. and Very so anyways powerful. he's he uh he had been thinking about doing a book or something of that sorts uh around depression because of his experience with it and kind of chronicling his journal and then uh, in the wake of you know covid and everybody being shelter in place he was just like let's just pull the trigger let's do it so it's a daily podcast called beating the demon where he every morning uh we drop a three to five minute episode of um, him talking about some personal experience or something or you know some tool he helps with it mm -hmm. wow so um I, I like that and you know in times of everything I was like that's probably really helpful to a lot of people right now so mm -hmm. yeah totally and that's so accessible too three to five minutes in the morning it's so easy to slip right. into your morning routine right yeah so mm -hmm. anyway cool. 
uh, yeah, shout out to Brian and everybody else. We probably uh, he's said that he's wanted to come back on the show, so one of these days we'll put him. I put him on our guest list because he he was talking about it. it's been a long time, and I, yeah, it was before yeah. Ange, right? So you before Ange, yeah, cool, oh, yeah, ba, and I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I've heard so much about him. Yeah. I would love to finally have a conversation. I, I wish you could see. Well, when we're back to normal, whatever that means, I'd love for you to see one of his um, plays because they're they're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So find uh, is it beating the demon? Beating the demon. Yes. Yeah. Find that wherever you can, wherever you uh, find your podcast. Correct. Is that right? That cool. Uh, and on that note, you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. Uh, sign up for our e-newsletter. Uh, we only send it out once a month, and uh, June will be the second one. So do it. You can also find behind-the-scenes footage at our YouTube channel. Check it out and subscribe. It's also brand spanking new. <laughs> you can find us every Monday morning at bff.fm from 6 to 6.30. Boing. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please.